Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Well, basketball now and the NBA regular season wraps up on Monday our time. And with just a few games to go, the playoff picture got a lot clearer yesterday after the famed LA Lakers were eliminated from playoff contention. So there will be no LeBron. There will be no Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, or Carmelo Anthony. Anthony, all those players, uh, they've got nothing to show for it, the, the Lakers, at the end of the day. But there are still eight teams vying for the last spots when the NBA's play-on tournament begins next week. Uh, joining us now to make sense of all that and maybe help us pick a winner is uh, Kiwi comedian Guy Williams, but also uh, in this particular capacity, um, basketball aficionado. Guy, good morning to you. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on, Smithy. The uh, reception is terrible, so... If I cut out, I'm sorry about that. So, okay, so you're somewhere around the country, are you? Because before we get into the basketball, you've been busy filming the next season of New Zealand Today, immensely popular show. Whereabouts around the country have you been hunting out stories, mate? I'm in Dargaville putting on a beauty contest. Yeah? I expected you to laugh when I said that, but Dargaville has a lot of beautiful people and we're experiencing the beautiful <laughs> of the Miss Kumara Princess competition. There's a lot of beautiful people here in the beautiful Dargaville. What a place. Okay, so Joe, I've got to find out more about this. I'm oh, sorry before we get on to the end. NBA. How many contestants have you been able to find in Dargaville? <laughs> you sound sceptical. We've had uh, <laughs> we've had five contestants, and it's been absolutely wonderful. Like uh, honestly, small town New Zealand are the loveliest places in New Zealand. People from Auckland give them a hard time, and that's because people from Auckland are not nice people. But go to small town New Zealand; you'll have the time of your life. I can't recommend Dargaville highly enough. What a place. So, okay, I'm looking forward to watching, but I'm also looking forward to, you know, that part in a beauty contest when you say, uh, and and it's one of the last things when you turn around and say, oh, what are you going to do to change the world? I mean, if you were a char- in charge, what will you do to change the world? What do people in Dargaville want to, how do they want to change the world? Uh, well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of indoor wars quotes, which are, which are always good. You know, like, obviously, that's very topical, not very easy to do, not an easy thing to change from Dargaville, but um, I appreciate the sentiment nonetheless. <laughs> okay, let's get on to uh, the NBA because that will be attracting a lot of your attention, particularly as we head into the play-in tournament to decide seventh and eighth seeds in the East and West. Um, what about that play-in tournament? Are you happy about that? Yeah, um, it's good because it just discourages, um, there's less teams tanking and there's just more excitement. Like, there's a lot of teams like kind of Charlotte and Atlanta who kind of are always hovering around the playoffs. It kind of gives them more incentive to um, finish the season strong and gives the fans something to root for. It just it just makes things a little bit more exciting, and it you, you always you always root for an underdog, right? You want to see an upset, so I think people want to see um, teams like San Antonio.
Antonio with Greg Popovich potentially in his, his last season, you know, have one last hurrah. And this is the play-in tournament gives him a chance to do that. It's exciting. How does it work, Guy? Um, well, it's, it's not easy to explain, but basically the seventh and eighth seeds, which who are normally cam- cannon fodder for the first team, for the, um, for the best teams in the um, first round of the playoffs, they play each other, and the eighth and ninth team, they play each other. And then if the seventh and eighth team, the losing team gets a second chance against the eighth and ninth team, the eighth and ninth team gets a, gets a chance to play their way in by beating the seventh or eighth team. It's a little bit complicated, but it's just, it's just a mm. few extra playoff games and a little bit extra excitement. Yeah, it is. It is, actually. And there's a lot of people to support those fringe teams, so I think it's a great concept. Listen, Stephen Adams has had uh, what I regard uh, looking from the outside in a pretty damn good season, actually, as have the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, have, they, have they got a chance of going much further, you feel? Yeah, so it's interesting you bring this up because New Zealanders are obviously a lot of Kiwis just follow Stephen Adams wherever he goes. And I've always kind of been a little bit harsh on Stephen. While I love him, a great person, great player, he's always been on a huge, huge contract. Like, he's almost played, paid by superstar money. So I always try and temper expectations by going, hey, Stephen might not be the best player for this team to acquire because his salary is so huge. But I'll tell you what, me being a hater, I don't know whether it's tall poppy or what, Stephen Adams has been successful everywhere he's gone, and I question Memphis acquiring him at the start of the season. And they have had a brilliant season. They've shocked the NBA. They've finished second in the West, which is very difficult over teams, or they're, they're looking to finish second in the West, over teams like Golden state and you've got to give him credit i don't really know what his secret is but wherever stephen adams goes he helps his team win and you know that is it's just been a mind-blowingly great season for memphis i've been blown away i would imagine where stephen adams goes is a pretty happy environment he's that kind of bloke that sort of make a dressing room a pretty pleasant place wouldn't he with a sense of humor etc yeah he's funny he's an enforcer you know when they've got a star point guard called jar morant who's a very exciting small player who gets pushed around a little bit Stephen Adams is like the big older brother who backs him up. And, um, yeah, you can you can criticise his contract, but obviously for Memphis and for everywhere else he's gone, he's, he's been totally worth it. Yeah, what a um, he's a, he really is a Kiwi sporting icon, right? Yeah, I, I think he is. He absolutely is, uh, Guy, because that is a hell of a place to try and make your name, the NBA, and he's absolutely done that wherever he goes. You're right. Now, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets are in the play-in tournament. Now, here's uh, a team, a superstar outfit, which, included, uh, which includes Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving, uh, of course, and then of late, uh, they had Harden, of course, uh, James Harden. Uh, they traded him for Ben Simmons. We haven't seen Ben Simmons. So where are the Nets at, mate? And th- is this a flop of a season for them thus far? For people who don't follow the NBA, let me just catch you up briefly on the Brooklyn Nets because it's been absolutely bizarre. They went into the season as the hot, hot favourites with three superstars, as you said. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. Like That's two recent MVPs on the same team right there. That's an amazing team. Everyone picked them as like the team that was going to smash everyone. Now, what happened was that Brooklyn introduced vaccine mandate, which meant Kyrie, who's a flat earther and an anti-vaxxer, couldn't play. Okay, he couldn't play in his home games. As a result, the team had some injury problems. They were missing one of their stars. They have all their money tied up in those three players. The team had a rough start and James Harden forced his way to Philadelphia, which was a a crazy trade done by um, Sean Marks, who's also a Kiwi. 
um, and that trade um, actually strengthened one of their biggest rivals, Philadelphia, just two hours down the road. So that created this weird situation where Kyrie started playing, because he's not vaccinated, he couldn't play in Brooklyn, New York. He played only in away games. So that team, because of Kyrie and his, his slightly unorthodox beliefs, have really been in like, um, I mean, Sean Marks, the Kiwi who's running the organization, must be pulling his hair out. Been like in sports, you don't see a situation where you have a, a part-time player only playing half the games. It really is truly bizarre. So their season has been in tatters. Um, but yeah, no one will want to play them anyway because they're going to get in in the eighth or ninth. And even though they're not the best team, any team with Kevin Durant is always dangerous because he's probably the best player in basketball at the moment. So you've got to say they're scary, but definitely not a threat um, just because Kyrie and his um, his bizarre part-time playing has, um, has really left that team in shambles. Going forward, is Simmons the answer? Ben Simmons the answer to their problems? No, no, that was Sean Marks, again, proud of a Kiwi doing well, but um, that was him just doing a desperation play because uh, because uh, they had this weird situation where, where James Harden wanted out because of Kyrie not being vaccinated. So Ben Simmons is another distressed asset who was who was upset with criticism from his coach. So he, um, he stopped playing and then got injured. So it, this is going to sound weird to Kiwi sports fans. You've never heard of this, but there's basically a player, Ben Simmons, he's Australian, who's on $20 million a year, who doesn't want to play because he's upset basically with his coach and uh, teammates being a bit mean to him. It's, it really is strange. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've got, a, he, he's Brooklyn's problem now. And on top of all his uh, shenanigans, he's also injured. So um, so he's not going to be much help to them this year. And, and that's, um, that adds to Brooklyn's problems. It really is a circus. Honestly, saying this out loud, it sounds bizarre, but you can look it up. It's all true. It's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. It absolutely. For a bloke who gets 20 million bucks and can't shoot free throws either, that uh, sort of gets me a wee bit guy. It's almost, it is. I mean, as you say, it, that is laughable. Uh, here, here's uh, yeah. the team he's gone from finally. They finally got rid of him as uh, Philadelphia 76ers, of course, uh, with Doc Rivers there. They face the Toronto Raptors. Uh, we know that that's going to be a, a matchup. What can we expect from this one? Well, well, yeah, I, I would say um, Philadelphia should have not too many problems with that. Joel Embiid is an MVP candidate. But the Eastern Conference, I feel like I've been too negative in this conversation. The Eastern Conference and the NBA as a whole is going to be a bloodbath this year. And if you're not a basketball fan and looking to get into the NBA, this is one of the playoffs to do it. Because honestly, I pro- Toronto's my team. I probably wouldn't pick them. But there's, there's four Four amazing teams, Milwaukee, Miami, Boston, and Philadelphia, who all are like all in this year. They have a very good chance of winning. And I, I don't know any expert who tells you they know what's going to happen in this playoffs will be lying to you because absolutely anything could happen. And if you put money on any of those teams, I would say you're in with a shot because, um, because yeah, it's just so wide open this year. It really is. It's exciting. Milwaukee Bucks and the Chicago Bulls. Um, can the, the Chicago Bulls um, stop Jan? I think that's what it boils down to, doesn't it? Yeah, Yeah, no. Chicago's had too many injuries, and they've unfortunately they peaked too early in the season. I I, I would say it's very unlikely Chicago's going to give Milwaukee any problem. Um, uh, But the the first round of the playoffs, unfortunately, I don't think we'll see many upsets. But once we get into the second round and we see uh, Milwaukee matching up with either Miami or Boston, that's when things will get really spicy. And honestly, I I would put my money on the Bucks to come out of the East, but I wouldn't be confident with 
fat bet. Okay. Dallas uh, against uh, Utah. Now, Utah go way, way back in their history. Of course, they go back to Carl Malone and John Stockton, one of the greatest pairings of all time uh, in NBA basketball. But they've always just been one of those uh, sides that threatens to deceive. What about this this time around in the playoffs? Utah is another team. I, I, I feel bad focusing on the drama, but those are the questions you've been asking. Utah is in complete free fall. They um, have been a constant NBA contender every year who does well in the regular season and chokes in the playoffs. And this year, unfortunately for all those Utah fans who remember the glory days, um, this team's this year's team is completely dysfunctional with the two star players, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, um, not really cooperating. People, The rumours are they don't like each other. Um, there's no evidence of that actually happening. But statistically, um, uh, Donovan Mitchell only passes the ball to Rudy Gobert twice per game. Um, that was a stat that came out recently, and I think that's fairly glaring that there's some sort of, like, at least chemistry issues with that team. I don't know what's wrong with Utah, but um, I have no faith in them um, doing much damage in the playoffs, unfortunately for Utah fans. And can I also say, sadly for those people who remember the 90s and Stockton and Malone fondly, um, Stockton has gone um, a little bit off the deep end with his conspiratorial um, beliefs, and Carl Malone, just don't Google Carl Malone's name for the um, horrific allegations that are against him, but um, it was kind of my child, I was always a big Utah fan growing up, and my childhood has kind of been ruined by kind of reading about the bizarre personal lives of, of both Stockton and Malone, and um, you kind of, uh, uh, if you Google them, you'll kind of be glad uh, that Michael Jordan won all those years in the 90s. <laughs> well, I'm going to Google them. You might, I just have to after the show, so I will be doing that. Um, let's have a look at um, <laughs> Uh, the, the, the Golden State Warriors guy, uh, Steph Curry, of course, Draymond Green, um, you know, I, I just uh, Clay Thompson. I just wonder where they're at. They'll face the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, like you, t- that's going to be a good series. Jokic, Nikola Jokic, Jokic, the star player for um, uh, Denver, is um, uh, having an MVP season. He'll probably win MVP over either um, Antetokounmpo or Embiid. Really interesting that three um, European, or oh, international players, sorry, um, uh, Embiid is from Cameroon. Three international players, Cameroon, Serbia and Greece are the three standout players in the NBA this year going for the MVP. That's something that's probably never happened before. But um, to answer your question, uh, Denver versus Golden State is really kind of a series of, of what if. And the problem is there is that Golden State is very injured. They've got their three, their three best players. They're all veterans of won championships before. They're all coming off injury or have recently come back from a big injury. So Steph Curry's still out. Thompson missed all last season due to injury and um, uh, yeah they're all they're all playing their way back and um, and and Denver Nuggets and Jokic they have bigger problems with um, their their second and third best player both out so while that will be an entertaining series two amazing offensive powerhouses it's hard to predict either of those teams going far just because unfortunately an injury have 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 struck both of them down but it will it'll be very watchable Guy Williams I was going to ask you to pick it in one but I'm going to tell you what we're going to do you, you, you sound so great and it's been so informative hearing from you that during the playoffs uh, I'm going to come we're going to come back to you that's a promise uh, when you get home from Dargaville uh, that, that's a promise so we can get uh, some more in-depth analysis of just how the playoffs are going and get you to pick a winner at that stage it's been great chatting to you mate uh, enjoy the far yeah, north thanks so much thanks so much Smithy I appreciate it it's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.